You are now listening to the No Visuals Podcast, an unedited take on life. What is going on, everyone? I'm Shanique. You are now listening to the No Visuals Podcast, your unedited take on life. I am so excited to be recording this ninth episode. I'm sorry, and I apologize, y'all, for quietly disappearing. I took some time off in the month of September to really reset and rest there were some major timeline jumps that i made last month that i'm really proud of myself for doing um it took a lot of stepping out of fear and stepping into guidance that i've been receiving and doing what i really felt like i needed to do to live the life i want to live so for myself personally i like to get quiet and really focus my energy when change is coming in and transforming things in my life so that is what september looked like for me but i am really grateful for those that still tuned into the no visuals podcast i was getting reports of people listening to certain episodes which really made me happy and Also, something that I was not expecting, but thank you to those who did check in on me. That was not expected at all, but all good things were happening, and I'm really, really excited to be getting back into the swing of things with putting out new episodes. I have a lot of people that I'm so excited to have on the podcast sharing their stories. They're doing amazing things for the collective that I think will really resonate with the community here. And another pin that I wanted to drop is that if y'all know anyone that would like to share their story on the no visuals podcast please send their information my way and i will do my absolute best to put those puzzle pieces together if this is your first time tuning into no visuals podcast this podcast serves as a medium to share black centered stories and experiences of those who are doing amazing things for the collective so if that sounds like something you're interested in make sure you are subscribed to the no visuals podcast and your podcast provider give us a five-star rating leave a comment all that and the no visuals podcast is also on facebook and instagram so link up there if you want more information on when new episodes are coming out i promise not to quietly disappear again but that's just another social channel to be aware of when new episodes come out getting into episode nine i thought it would be so so appropriate to address how we are finishing this year off strong we are in october we are in the last leg of this race the most turbulent year that 2020 has been has felt like a lot at times many times actually like it felt like a lot of shedding of old timelines for myself and for people around me it looked like there was a lot of relearning and healing happening so many things happening with 2020 and there have been many times where i felt extremely exhausted by all that is 2020 and i know that is the case for a lot of other people it's just so much going on we're just so stimulated by the news and by world events by things happening in our family that i feel like it would be fitting to you know bring it in have a group huddle give each other a pep talk right now and focus on forward-looking actions for the rest of this year and starting strong in 2021, God willing. So I thought it was appropriate to talk about this today because at the end of the year, I think it's really easy to feel jaded by everything that has or has not happened. You know, in January, we have the enamor of a brand new year. It's a start of a brand new traditional calendar year. It feels like there are new possibilities on the horizon new goals are within our reach you just are calling down all these opportunities and praying that they'll manifest themselves in your life and 
as the year continues, you know, you kind of stick with it, you gain momentum, but there are some goals that you lose sight of. And especially this year, I feel like during the year, our routines were so uprouted and it taught me to be okay with things not always going according to a structured plan. And it allowed me to really embrace quickly pivoting and readjusting my focus. That being said, This year also taught me to have grace with myself and my own personal timing. And I cannot stress the peace, y'all, that comes from focusing on your own personal timing and that only. That is the only thing that we can control, right? We can only control what's going on with self. And a lot of the outside pressure and comparison that we do to ourselves are really the thieves of joy and don't really have a place in our purview. So just really focusing on myself has really been a theme for me this year. And I think the fourth quarter of the year, October, November, December, is really a crucial time to balance ourselves and assess what is important to us on an individual level and a collective level going on a little side tangent right now during the summer i've spent a lot of money on buying books i'm not even gonna say how much but like the libraries weren't open so i just went crazy and bought a lot of books and there was one that i was reading it's called ask and it is given by esther and jerry hicks and it talks about purpose being something that's collective and that really resonated with me because a lot of the times when i used to speak about purpose prior to reading that book it was always like what is my purpose what am I supposed to be doing everything was I and me centered and looking at purpose and passion and life work from a collective standpoint it's like God put me on the earth for a specific reason so what is the collective purpose and what is my part in that so side tangent done but I just wanted to share that but in doing an assessment over the last couple weeks getting back onto goal setting I realized a couple things that are pertinent when it comes to setting goals and envisioning where I want life to take me. And in doing so, I feel like the most, most, most important thing is how you're caring for yourself. Self-care is somewhat understated, in my opinion. I think we negate the care that we give to ourselves. We are so focused on outward things that, you know, sometimes our personal care takes a backseat and how you rest and how you reset definitely plays a part in how you show up and how you do the absolute best that you can in whatever it is that you're doing. Our bodies and our minds need to rest and need to decompress. And, you know, I have completely removed myself from the idea of grind culture, of being a workaholic, of just really working my self to to the point of exhaustion these are programs that were given to me that I did not choose so going forward I am operating with ease in mind and you know a lot of the language that we use in goal setting is like if you work hard this is what you'll get and I just really don't believe that to be true anymore I think that when you work in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing things move and things happen so that is one of the most critical ideas around goal setting that I have personally changed and has been so helpful to me in 2020 another idea I've been contemplating is the comfort our minds feel with security and I see a lot of people talking about new normal new normal and that idea of normal it almost handicaps us a little bit because when things don't appear to be normal 
normal. Our nervous systems are thrown out of whack and we spend the time to regulate our nervous system to adjust to this quote unquote new normal. So I think the turbulence of this year going through it, I didn't appreciate it, but I think it called out a lot of blind spots of complacency in the way I was approaching situations. So that is another paradigm in goal setting that has shifted for me. And finishing this year and for the foreseeable future, I'm challenging myself to think bigger and This week, I stumbled upon a really good tweet that said, The creator created energy. Stop believing this nonsense that energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It is a lie. Get your magic up. When I read that, I was actually kind of shook. So I had to read it back a couple of times and really sit with it and meditate on it. But it made so much sense and resonated with me so much. Like thinking energy can be created and energy can be destroyed. So thinking about that and knowing that I can destroy energy. How am I destroying what is holding me back from achieving what I want? It made me think of how is what I'm doing catalyzing collective progression? And that's the creation piece. What am I creating right now that is catalyzing collective progression? Am I married to outcomes? Meaning am I married to some sort of outcome that I expect when I achieve a certain thing? Because if you get married to certain ideas, then it's a lot harder for you to destroy those certain ideas once you once you are in the swing of things. It also made me think, am I consciously destroying programs that I no longer want in my reality? A program that I actively seek to destroy is that I'm separate from my goals. And really sitting and thinking about this, anything that I want to experience, I envision myself already there. Um, I talked about a timeline jump that happened for me this month. I was really praying on it. I was fasting on it. And I was envisioning myself already in the situation. So there's a universal law called the law of divine oneness. And it states that we are all connected through creation. So every single atom inside of you is connected in some way, shape, or form to the rest of creation you move through. So knowing that I'm already one with what I want to get, why am I not acting with that premonition in mind? Why am I not moving like I already have it? Why is there doubt? Why is there fear? Why is there hesitation? Another idea that I sat with when I read that tweet of creating energy and destroying energy is looking at what I need to destroy in order to achieve what I want. Do I need to destroy a certain habit in order to get my time back? Is there something on your heart that you want to start? Is there a song or a story that you need to sing? Are there boundaries that you need to set in order for yourself to do what you want? I think it's so important to become an absolute master at not giving people access to your energy. And this is a really crazy cheat code and I can attest to this. Limiting access Access to your energy is so so important because you have to set that boundary of I am not going to do what I don't need to do and what I don't want to do especially if it's leeching on my energy and not giving anything back. I don't need to be somewhere I don't want to be and I don't need to transmute my energy to match an energy that doesn't align with mine. That is all energy that could be used to get you to where God needs you to go. So honor your energy and use it wisely. Another thing that you can destroy, like I mentioned earlier, are distractions and are you respecting your own time? Because I think time is such a precious gift that we don't necessarily always look at it that way. But how are we creating with the time that we are giving? And going forward, these are the questions that I believe will help me to achieve anything that I want to in life. Knowing that I have the power to create and destroy different things in life 
should make impossible goals seem doable and push every paradigm that we know to be true. It's a really good way to look at, okay, knowing where I want to get, how do I reverse engineer the steps I need to take to get to where I want to go? Another crazy premonition that I had for this year is just thinking about being in community with people that inspire you and have achieved what you want to achieve. And I always get into these moods where I really sit and like get so thankful and emotional about my community and the people that I know because every single person I know is a boss in their own way, is so authentic to themselves. I'm always blown away and fall in love with these people's actions and zeal for life. And this backs us into another universal law that I love and resonate with and the law of inspired action. The law of inspired action is taking action so you can bring what you want into fruition. Being around this sort of community really just really just removes any type of mystery around how to get to where you want to get. You're able to create a roadmap by borrowing best practices, but you can also leave space for co-creation for infinite potential of what you want to do and for new opportunities to be created. That inspires you to act. Being around people who are doing amazing things, it inspires you. It doesn't create lack. It creates an environment of abundance, environment that's supportive to cheering each other on. And the last idea I want to share is how we are disciplined in making life happen. And the older I get, the more I see how things work in this reality game that we're all playing. The trick I have seen that works is that you have to move your feet and you have to make things shake for yourself. You know, like it says in the Bible, like faith without works is dead. And I think that's so true. And we have to really evaluate our subconscious patterns that we repeat every single day. And these patterns either serve us or they hold us back. And becoming aware of your patterns, whether it was based on how you're raised or based on just habits you formed over the years and really taking time to consciously break them down and to call them out. And also having accountability partners who will do that for you too is a way that we can achieve our goals because if we know what's going on in our subconscious, we can consciously work to break those things down. And as human beings, we're really tough on ourselves and how we speak to ourselves in our minds and how we speak of our goals and how we speak of what we want to achieve that is a part of the process that often gets overlooked I think sometimes as people we can be really hard and critical of ourselves so talking to god and reminding yourself of the positivity that exists is a crazy way to reprogram what's going on in the subconscious you want to eliminate harmful communication and ideas about ourselves and what we can and cannot do and something that has been really beneficial to me is starting like an affirmation journal and really I think that affirmations are magic because word medicine really can alter how you look and feel about a day like if I'm having a difficult day and I just start saying you know what life is good you start to believe it you start to be grateful for the life that you do have and realize okay in this certain situation it might not look like exactly what I want it to look like but at the end of the day life is good and life is only getting better so being deliberate with your thoughts and how you speak to yourself is wicked important staying in high vibrations and running not walking when you start to get around people who have low vibrational energy don't let anyone's low vibration mess up your day remind yourself of who you are of what you have achieved and continuously build on that momentum and i really think that from speaking personally it's very easy to keep going once you get started 
that's all I have on this episode. I hope the rest of this year is fruitful for everyone listening. I hope that you achieve your dreams and all your goals. I hope that this message resonates with someone and please share with the community how you hack energy to really reach your goals. And again, make sure you are subscribed to the No Visuals podcast wherever you get your podcast so that you can be notified of future episodes. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Visuals Podcast. Give us a five-star rating, leave a comment, all that good stuff. And I hope y'all have an amazing week. And until next time, y'all, peace. Thank you for listening to the No Visuals Podcast. Don't forget to rate this podcast and leave us a comment on what you thought of this week's episode. Also, be sure to subscribe to the No Visuals Podcast for a weekly unedited take on life wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next Tuesday, peace.